Right. Hey. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got all the weird stuff now. We're going into it. Hey, um, howdy. So, this episode is going to be a super spectacular episode, and that's because we have a special guest, Miss Priscilla. Yeah. If y'all remember, if you're all avid listeners, which I'm sure all of y'all are, um, maybe about three or four or five, maybe even six months ago, we had Pastor Zane on, and this is his lovely wife. Yep. And she has no idea what she's about to do, but something we do with all of our first time guests is um, we have you give your testimony in a minute. Oh. So. (laughs) 60 seconds on the clock. Yeah, you got 60 seconds, and we're going to. Corey, as always, it's going to be our. Timer, a lovely timer. Mm. Let me, let me, so you can have a visual. So, do you much. want the visual or you don't want to see it? Don't want the, oh, um, hmm. you want to see the countdown or not? Wow, maybe show it to me at like 45. 45 seconds left? Yeah. Okay. No, wait, like at 45. Okay, so you got yeah. 15 we'll do, seconds left. We'll do like what they do in like the fighting where they, they clap in the last yeah, 10 seconds. Yeah. Ten I've seconds never left. done it in a minute. Oh my gosh, my heart's beating. That's right. <laughs> Two, <laughs> one. Uh, Go. Okay, so I was born. That happened into a Christian family. Um, accepted Jesus in my heart as a little girl. Um, went to church regularly, but didn't really have that personal relationship. Um, long story short, found myself in college working at a church. Was raped by my pastor. Uh, world fell apart. Was out of church. Didn't want anything to do with church. The Lord found me where I was at. And um, really gave my life to him at that point, started a personal relationship with him. And then, like, somehow I'm where I'm at today. Wow. You have wow. 24 seconds on the <laughs> Wait, wait, this is your time. Do you yeah. shout outs to whatever anything, you want? Anything you want to add or shout outs, whatever. Yeah. So I just, um, I think specifically for this episode, I'm going to have a special heart um, for women um, that have maybe been through something that I've been through and how that relates to the topic we're talking about today. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. Mr. So you killed that. Two. Yeah. One. Did better than like anyone. Who yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. the best. You killed it in 30 seconds. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of them struggle like trying. So I'm dead. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my oh, goodness. Wow. Alrighty. Well, I guess expect everything and nothing. nothing. Hey, it's your boy Trevor. Hey, yo. Hey, y'all. Oh. D. Nikki G. And this is just talking. <laughs> All righty, guys. Um, so real quick disclaimer, um, and something I really want to encourage everyone when listening to this episode, we're going to be talking about abortion. And I know right off the bat, you probably hear that word and you, you correlate it with something, but we really want to shed light in this situation and talk about how the Bible sees it. Um, and we really just want to make sure that this is coming out of love. Um, this is coming from a point where we're concerned about just kind of how our culture is going. And so something I want to encourage you with um, while listening is really stay, do your best, man, to stay to the very end. Yeah. Um, because we're, we're really trying not to bring shame or guilt, but to to bring light and and healing into this situation. And so what we want to do, guys, is make sure that that we're listening with open hearts. And that's something we prayed for before we started this is open hearts, open ears and and Hopefully we can we can maybe change some minds with it too. Yeah. But Miss Priscilla, if, if that's okay, would you like to kind of get us started with it? Yeah. So um, I know for for me and for many, um, abortion is just a topic you don't even know much about. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of know what it is, but you don't know anything more than that. You don't know like when does life begin? When is it wrong? Is it is the whole thing wrong? Is it only in some ways wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, what is like the actual, like what actually happens, you know, like with abortion. And so I think a lot of people just don't know what they don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't. And I, I mean, most of my life, I, I really didn't know anything about it other than like you're ending a pregnancy. For sure. Um, and, and even going into preparing for this episode, I did, I thought that I knew. Um, and I'm like, in this process, I, I knew, found out so much more. And mm-hmm. so, um, again, like Trevor said, it's out of love that I say everything that I say mm-hmm. um, today. And I wish that I, it would have been said to me that I would have like heard um, what I'm going to be sharing today much sooner. So um, before being a pastor's uh, wife, I was a professional counselor for years. And so um, I do want to talk about the mental health issues that come for uh, from abortion 
for both women and even men. Um, but I feel like before we even get to that, again, we have to understand m more what we don't know regarding this topic yeah. to know why it has the effects on people that it does. And so if that's okay with y'all, I just wanted to kind of hop into um, just some facts. And these are, these are not like Christian or biased. These are just like scientific facts um, that I want to just kind of bring into the light. Um, you know, one thing that um, we hear a lot of abortion advocates say is, well, uh, we don't really know when life begins, and so therefore abortion should be allowed. And I I hear that, and I'm like, wait a second. If that's true, if we don't know when life begins, then that should be the very reason that it's not allowed, because it's the unknown. Dang. And that's good. That's I like, uh, heard of this example that really hit me. If you're going on a hunt with a friend, and you become separated, and you don't know where they are, and you see something rustling in the bushes, you don't just shoot at the bush, because while it could be a deer, could also be your parent. Yeah. Dang, that's good. No, that's a good analogy. And so if you yeah. shoot at the unknown, you could kill your friend. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so anyways, um, the truth is that uh, if there's a possibility that a child in the womb is actually a living human being, it would be murder to kill that life. Yeah. Period. Um, now, the truth is we do know when life begins. And um, I am pulling this statement from um, an article that I read. It's an indisputable scientific fact that life begins at the moment of fertilization when a sperm and an egg fuse and a new genetically distinct human comes into existence. Mm -hmm. That is deemed when life begins. And um, I, y'all stop me at any point, but I just, this really opened my eyes to the reality of human life and the different ways they go about abortion. Um, you know, at one week, the uh, baby's cells are miraculously multiplying. And a lot of people, abortion advocates, refer to this as just like a clump of cells. But really what this is, is cells that contain DNA that literally defines them as a human yeah. already mm -hmm. at that point. So they don't look like it, but they have the DNA of it. Yeah. And it not only shows they're related to the mother but they're they're their own no one else has their mm -hmm. unmatched dna and so even at that point they're part of the mother's body but they have their own body even at that point they have their own dna mm -hmm. and we all started that way and so you know one of the things like my body my choice well mm -hmm. it's not your just your body it's a body inside of you yeah and so at three weeks and most women don't at this point don't even know they're pregnant yet with my only daughter i did not know that i was pregnant yet um when she was three weeks mm -hmm. her heart was already beating before i even learned about her her heart was beating wow. at only three weeks at six weeks their brain activity can be recorded and at this point they're literally just the size of a, a grain of rice <laughs> and they have brain activity um at 10 weeks, they can swallow and scrunch their little hands into a fist that already have all of its fingers and nails. Yet, it is up until this point, the, the child that I've just described, up to 10 weeks of life, abortionists can provide mothers with pills, uh, pill medication to how they say end a pregnancy, which in reality, we know it's ending a life. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I just a side note, I think a lot of verbiage surrounding this topic is so deceptive. Yeah, you know, yeah. because yeah. it's it, it's not really saying what it is ending a pregnancy versus ending a life. Yeah, um, kind of like, like they kind of sugarcoated. That's literally yes. coded in like, yes, mm -hmm. you're ending a pregnancy. What? Like, well, and if they're telling a mom that that is maybe what all that it is to her. You know, and so that kind of gives into, I think I heard Trevor mention this the other day, but like this, the selfishness of it. And I don't even think most women know that mm -hmm. they don't mean to be that way. They don't know they're yeah. being that way. That, that's, it's so deceptive. They, mm -hmm. one thing Zane has said before is the thing about being deceived is you don't know when you're For being sure. deceived. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm definitely not trying to come at this condemning. I should have started by saying this. I know um, many, many, many women some very dear friends of mine that have had abortions. Mm -hmm. So my heart goes out to those who have already had one and are listening to this. Yeah. Um, 
nowhere we wanted to, to point the finger. Um, we're, if anything, exposing what you experienced, For um, sure. mm. which is deception. Yeah. So, yeah. And then um, this is like crazy. This blew my mind. At 12 weeks, um, which is still only considered the first trimester, they have their own fingerprint. Wow. Which we know, like in our society, that like is the most identifying factor of you as a person, like an individual. Mm -hmm. And uh, in human history, it, there's been no two fingerprints to be identical. Mm -hmm. It's wow. a one in 64 billion chance. Um, so it's like, okay, they're their own person at that point. But here's what I really want to get into. At 16 weeks, um, they can already hear and relate to what's happening outside of the womb. Um, and they recognize their mother's voice, the very mother that could choose to end their life. Mm -hmm. wow. And as early as 16 weeks, doctors can perform prenatal surgeries to fix problems. For example, like spina bifida, I think that's how you pronounce it. But it's also at this point that mothers can choose to abort for those very problems that are treatable. Wow. Um, at 21 weeks, babies can survive outside of the womb apart from the mother, of course, with medical help. Yet at this point, a mother can choose to have them aborted, Jeez. even though they can survive apart from her. Hmm. Um, this is kind of like what really I think. Let me see a, a better picture of it. At um, 21 weeks, a baby born prematurely that is being cared for in a NICU, they will, if they're poked by like a needle, like if they're getting a shot or something, they will react in pain. Their face, they, they will reveal like they're in pain. Yet, it's at this exact same age that in an abortion, the doctor um, uses forceps, goes into the womb, the the baby physically resist it. You see like the videos of like mm -hmm. them like fighting the forceps yeah. and mm -hmm. they grab hold of the baby's head, which at 21 weeks it's about the size of a large plum, and they literally break it apart. And one of the doctors in one of the articles that has done this procedure but now is like totally against it. He got saved. He's it's like the the blinders have been um, removed from his eyes regarding yeah. this topic. He is like traumatized by one of the sites of um, like pulling out one of the skull pieces. And it was like the part that showed the whole baby's face. And it's like, I just crushed a, a, a human's head. You know, it's like mm. really gory. And the last thing that I want to share um, fact wise is 19 states allow abortion up to 20 weeks of life and some others even have no limits but oh. it is at this age that a baby smiles and cries mm. and really in the womb exhibits most behavior that us adults exhibit on a daily basis mm. and for a baby this age they do what's normally called a partial birth abortion in which case the doctor uses forceps to reach into the womb they grab the baby's leg they pull their in, the baby's entire body outside of the mother's body except for the head. Then they take scissors and they stab the baby's head at the base of their skull. They spread the scissors to enlarge the opening. They suction out all of the head contents so they can just collapse the skull and make it an easier delivery for the mom. And so this topic's twisted um, and this is I mean, I'm just going to say this, but again, it's it's not from a place of hate. It's a place from love and truth. Yeah. <clears throat> this is murder. And killing an innocent living human baby's life is murder. And I just think, okay, if someone were to come up behind that doctor and stab him in the back of the head, that would be murder. Yeah. But yet when he's stabbing the baby in the back of the head, that's not murder. It's inconsistent. And I think the world's view is inconsistent mm -hmm. because it's there's a spirit behind it, a spirit of deception, a spirit that does not want us to see this for what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's a spirit of delusion um, that keeps us from seeing the reality of this yeah. abortion. Yeah. I think I think all of us hearing that, and I'm mm -hmm. sure with you guys too, like we were cringing 
it's yeah. not it's not easy to hear that but i think mm-hmm. it's kind of that situation where we need to play like hey if we're talking about this we need to know what's going on mm-hmm. we need yeah. the facts it's, out you know what i mean sometimes yeah. it's just a hard truth and and here's the thing too with with i think majority of all the facts we're bringing to this these aren't christian facts which which she yeah. said right. scientific that is what happens there's no mm-hmm. hiding it you know what i mean yeah um but but in order to talk about this subject a lot of people are deceived because they just think, well, I'm just ending a pregnancy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone told she me this could. the other day. They're like, you can become unpregnant, but you can never unbecome a mother. You know what I mean? Because no. it's, it's it's life that you're giving. Yeah. Um, what about you guys? What else? What um, I think we kind of like just went down of what an abortion is. So how do you guys? How does the world view abortions? I just have like a oh, couple of. Oh, could, could I just add this real quick? Yeah. Uh, on, on the on the on the unbecoming a mother part um this isn't just with humans this is like you can see this in animals for instance yeah i can can speak because you know i had i i uh my my dog um jupiter she was it neutered she got neutered right Mm -hmm. oh spain thank you so much Mm -hmm. yes and and at the time at the time uh she got spayed she was pregnant with puppies and the vet the vet happily removed that you know they're like they're they're more of like you know don't go to a breeder go you know adopt from the rescue whatever 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 but my dog Jupiter wasn't the same for like probably the next couple of days, closer mm-hmm. to a week. You know, it's almost like she she was saddened by it, and you know, yeah. she's a dog, can't really talk to her. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can't ever unbecome a mother. I think they, I think dogs know, like you know, or at least female, you know, female dogs know, like something's changing inside of me, something's different. You know, I gotta, yeah, yeah. you know. So um, yeah. just that's that's evident. Yeah, I just want to share kind of like some statistics to kind of show like the. The population of of abortion like just like to kind of really see how prevalent it is in our society nowadays Mm -hmm. um and you know like when i first read these statistics it shocked me because it is i knew that always knew that abortion was going on that there was always abortion but to this 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 far of an extent was shocking um so this is from the bureau the population reference bureau so it's completely unbiased to government who releases information and it says that in the world each year, there's 56 million, estimated million, 56 million abortions. And I checked and I was like, well, 50, 56 million, you know, we got billions and billions of people in the world. 56 million is more than the population of Texas and New York combined. Wow. Two of like the biggest populated states. Texas has about roughly like 29.5 million. And then New York has about like 19.8 million. And that's, yeah. that's literally saying New York and Texas plus a little bit extra all every single woman in there estimated is going to get an abortion wow that's crazy and 25 million of that 56 million every year goes through a a unsafe abortion which mo- most of the time ends in death mm. almost almost always for the mother right yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, for the mother um and it's is you know unsafe abortion you know like and that that was shocking for me to hear you know like when you kind of put it into perspective like you take two two of our states here in the U.S. and you say everyone in that state is is getting an abortion. That's that just puts things into perspective for me. That's like wiping out two different, like two two That's, heavily yeah. populated, heavily known yeah. um, states, completely barren. Right. You yeah, know? and it's, you know, like, and twenty five of them are going to die from 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 the abortion. Like the mother is going to die from an abortion. That's crazy because it's usually. But they don't ever taste that. Right, they don't. That is you know, so it's, unknown. It's not something women. you hear about. You know, and. And one in four, and this is also a, a statistic that I found is one in four pregnancies ends in an abortion. Wow. So that means you go to any any public event or you go to anywhere, if you see four women, one mm-hmm. of them is going to have an abortion wow. if they're pregnant. You know, that's to me that's just absolutely mind blowing. You know, like that's just terrifying to to when you put into perspective like that to see how big abortion truly is in in not just our city not just our our states but in the world you know how prevalent it is you know in our society like it's become such a big thing it's just crazy um so uh i again i like maybe some of us here uh i didn't know much much on abortion you know i knew i knew i had a stance on it that was it because Mm. anything else it immediately became taboo it's such a heavily debated topic and that's where Right. That's why we're, you know, we're speaking about it on the, on the podcast. Um, and so in, in my search for trying to understand and, and just, tr- just trying to understand uh, certain people's viewpoints and, 
and why they're for or against it. Hmm. There's a website I came across. It's called, it has its own thing, abortiontestimonials.com, right? And there is, there's a testimony I came, it's, it's one of the first ones there. Uh, it's a testimony I came across. And, and basically, um, a girl gets pregnant with her and her boyfriend. They're, they're, they're in high school, probably. Mm-hmm. Middle school, high school, one of the two. Um, waits to tell her parents. Parents find out. They like, they're like, look, you move out or you, you, you move out or you get the abortion. You know, gave immediately also yeah. offered, gave her an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, uh, her boyfriend was like, um, I support I support whatever decision you make, but ultimately I'm leaning towards the abortion the abortion side of it. And mm-hmm. and long story short, she gets the abortion, unfortunately. And um something she's something something that she says, well, I, I wanna quote it correctly. Um abortion doesn't make a baby go away. It just makes a dead baby. Um and uh and and she's she's like, I'll I'll never be the same from this. Is this this is something I'll never recover from um priscilla correct me if i'm wrong but i i personally like I, I view like an abortion almost as like a as like a stillborn baby you know mm-hmm. um that you, you give you give birth to it but it's, it's yeah. you know it comes out of you but it's still it, it's not living it's yeah. not breathing anymore you know yeah um and, and so uh again this is just a testimony that she's nowhere in it did she mention like hey i'm a christian hey mm-hmm. i'm for or against this but here's my story living through it yeah. and I'm affected in the, in the, in the most negative way possible. Something right. that others are pushing and pressing. Um, yeah. And I just went with it. Now I, now that's something I will, I will live with forever. You know, sure. mm-hmm. I wish, and I wish, man, I think, I think Priscilla like hit it on the nail. A lot of people are so deceived when it comes to this. And, and this yeah. is me speaking from someone who comes from sales. You can pitch anything in a way to make it sound good to someone. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I wish, I wish when the people are in that room, man, they would, they would read that like testimony. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wish they would, I wish, and here's some facts. This is from a website. Um, I could pull it up in a second, but these are facts from a website. And I wish they would say this, like in those rooms, 34% are more likely to um, develop an anxiety order. 37 are more likely to experience, 37% are more likely to experience depression. 110% are more likely to abuse alcohol. 155% are more likely to commit suicide. 220% are more likely to abuse marijuana. But the thing is that, that when it comes to this topic, there's so, there's so much deception and darkness that comes around it. And I, and I, and I feel for the people who are in those situations, because it probably feels like your world is coming to an end and, and you're trying to figure out a way to, yeah. to make everything work. And, and I really hope that we're not, we're not um, putting, putting anyone down. But the reason why we're saying this is because people need to start. If the enemy is going to share what they want to, then gosh, darn it. Like, so are we, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'll bring facts into this. We'll bring everything that we can into this because we need to start speaking up and saying, Hey, this isn't going to help you because you think this is the right decision. But I guarantee you if they read these facts and if they read the testimonies in those rooms, the girls would say, why would I want to do that? You know what I mean? Right. If they knew if they knew the procedure, you know what I mean, of what happens if they if they can only see the the, the doctor pulling out the, the skull face of the baby, of course they wouldn't want to do that because no one – you know what I mean? Yeah. But but there's so much deception and, and, and it's just fed to them in a way that this is going to fix all their problems. And that's what like it's the tactic of the enemy deception. They're going to minimize mm-hmm. they're going to minimize the sin and they're going to maximize the pain that it brings. And, and yeah. so many people think this is their only way out. And I think hopefully with this, we can show you guys that there's so much so mm-hmm. much grace and so much love. If you have one or if you had one or if you think about having one like there's so many. You know, what I read. Only two percent of unwanted pregnancies in in adoption. Only two percent. So out of that mm-hmm. fifty six million um, that happened, only two percent of those end in in adoption. But there's so many. There's so mm-hmm. many things that you're able to do. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. And um, someone else can go. But I just really wanted to share. Like, it's hard for us to speak on this, and it's hard to listen to the procedures. It's hard hearing these testimonies. But the reason we're doing this is because someone needs to start speaking. And that's kind of what this whole series is about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Nick, I think you wanted to go. Yeah, I just, I didn't know how often it happened. So I just wanted to look up some rates. Um, in the United States in 2019 alone, 857,000 abortions happened. Jeez. And 
surprisingly, Texas was one of the leaders in 57,000. Really? Wow. wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Um, and the age range where it's most likely to happen is the year from 20 to 24. And I'd always thought it's like a teen pregnancy type thing. Yeah. Wow. I never thought it's like happening in young adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and 43% of college graduates agree with abortion under any circumstance. Wow. And I think like also what society does too, and possibly like one of the biggest arguments against abortion, well, like the society brings is, well, what about situational yeah. abortion? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, forgive me, but I'm probably gonna get into a little bit more of the nitty gritty side here. Um, so I mean, kind of like a, I guess like a trigger warning or for anyone. For sure. Um, but you know, the big thing that society talks about is like, well, what about abortions where there's rape? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. There, this is hardcore facts. Once again, hardcore facts this is from from a medical website. Five percent of um, uh, their rape related pregnancy rate is five percent, mm-hmm. right? So five percent of all pregnancies, unwanted pregnancies, is is rape related, right? Fifty percent of them goes through abortions. Five point nine percent of them places to infant for adoption. Eleven point eight percent has a spontaneous abortion. And only thirty two point two percent decides to keep the kid. Yeah, you know, like that's, and and um, you know, kind of just goes in what was Priscilla and Trevor and you know all of us have been saying here. Like, this is what the enemy does is uses deception, right? He he brings in something that you know that deceives you and just brings that into light instead of what it should be, right? Mm-hmm. He takes something. He goes, hey, fixate on this part. Yeah. Take take this part. Don't believe in the truth, you know. Let's let's only see what what is the ugly part, mm-hmm. right? And he just kind of brings that truth. It's the spirit of deception, and that's just how kind of like society is bringing it up, you know. Like, for sure. And I know I've I've been bringing up this every single week so far, but media is a big, big, big deception. Yeah. The spirit of deception falls heavily in media, right? And and you know what Miss Prizzle was saying, like they don't really show these kind of statistics out there. Yeah. Yeah. Right, they they rarely ever like you don't you have to search for these for sure. Right, you have to search for these statistics. Like you have to go deep dive. Um, you know, we see in TV shows, movies, and everything. Like people will kind of normalize abortion. Yeah. Right. Something that um, Pastor Zane was actually talking about today. You know, and he's been talking about this for the longest time. It's like you can't compromise. For you sure. You can't be like if you're just being like you know what I'm just gonna ignore it and just learn to just live with it. That's still a way of being disobedient for sure right and that's the same way here like we see it every single day whether we like or not and and you know it's it's kind of like do we respond or do we just kind of stay behind like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm gonna just let them keep talking yeah you know and Mm -hmm. that's just something like i'm glad we're talking about this now because it's something like i think for all of us has been sitting in our hearts for for, sure for a long time you know I, i know from like the very beginning we've been We've been wanting to get into like these kind of nitty gritty stuff. Yeah, some of the news we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I made a uh, a video once <clears throat> on TikTok, and I was telling people I was like, "Yeah, I'm pro-choice. I believe you have tons of choices, mm-hmm. but I'm anti-murder." And this coworker of mine got pissed off, and and he's and he's a Christian too. He goes to mm-hmm. he goes to a church that's near us, and he goes, "Well, what if it was your daughter who got raped, and and she gets pregnant?" And I remember I just looked at him and I said, "Well, punish the father, not the child." You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not the baby's fault. The baby did nothing, but the, the, that's the that's their argument. What about this? What about that? And I and and it's the all about amount pointing fingers. The amount of the amount of bravery it takes for those women. And I've even heard I was listening to a podcast where a woman was raped and she had she had the baby. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The bravery that it takes and and man, like I, I can't even imagine. I can't even fathom because a lot of us like, well, guys, we don't we don't experience stuff like that. But yeah. But there's always a choice, you know what I mean? And that's something that we want to share is people think that there's unwanted pregnancy. The only thing that I can do is is abortion. That's like the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah. 2% of unwanted pregnancies and and adoption. You know what I mean? 2%. But there there are so many choices and there's so much grace and there's so much love Mm -hmm. in all those situations that I'm hoping that people have that. When Corey read the testimony and it was the parents who who kind of forced their daughter into a – to an abortion like that that broke my heart yeah you know what i mean yeah like um, a personal testimony you know i have a younger sister 10 years younger than me um my mom had my sister when she was 40. you've got mail 
There it is. The what? There's every episode that goes. I off. muted this during church. <laughs> <laughs> All right, someone's playing a trick on me. Priscilla, I am so mad. But, but you know, like my my mom had had my sister when she was forty. Like I, from a medical standpoint of view, when you're forty, it's very hard to have a child, right? Um, you have yeah. There's a lot of things that goes on. Like having a kid at forty is not ideal. Yeah, I'll put it that way. Um, and you know, my mom was getting up there in age and, you know, she could have went an easy route, but like, well, I don't want it. I don't want a kid. You know, she didn't want a kid at 40. That wasn't her plan. And she could have easily just been like, well, I don't want, it. but she, she goes, no, like, this is a gift. Even though it wasn't wanted, it's still a gift. And yeah. she decided to have, I mean, thank God she decided to have my sister, you know, For she sure. was, um, she, I mean, she's annoying, but she's <laughs> also like one of, one of the greatest gifts For in sure. our family, you know, yeah. like, um, I mean, obviously, like it, the abortion was never on the table for, for, sure. for my parents, but like, just like for, even from that kind of personal testimony, like at forty years old, she still had my sister. You know, yeah. you can ask any mom. I don't think any mom would be like, "Yeah, I'm totally my kids at 40. You know, like mm -hmm. most of them would want it before. It's crazy. Cool, cool. Um, so I know I know a common rebuttal for uh, the topic of abortion is like, you know, Leon mentioned one part where where he's like, you know. If a woman gets raped, um, another one which is bound to be asked at some point in time, either to you guys, you know, you guys listening, or to us, is what about when you know is abortion okay when it's putting the mother's life at risk? Um, and so I just want to kind of pitch that to you, Priscilla. Like, if you had anything to say on that, any input um, or any insight, you know. Mm -hmm. I think um, this is one of the most the the, the hardest. Um, reasons that a mother would consider abortion um and you know my heart would go out to that mother because this would be like the hardest decision she would have to to make for herself and her baby but ultimately i'll say this that there's never a reason to sin there's never a reason Dang. to do wrong yeah. yeah um i gave this example earlier but um it's like if my family's starving okay is it okay for me to go murder my neighbor and steal everything out of their home and fridge? It's like, mm -hmm. no, that's still wrong. Um, and so doing wrong doesn't make something right. And um, so, yeah, it, again, I, it's be the hardest decision, but God's God and you could trust him in that and um, not have a fear based decision. That's good. That's good. That's um, good. It, it also tested to, to just, uh, God's characteristic that He's a provider yeah. and that He's also a redeemer. Yeah. Um, because He He provides in every situation. He also can redeem any situation. For sure. No matter how like you know bad it may seem or how you know deep it may seem. Well, and give Him a chance to show Himself because yeah, like mm -hmm. I I know personal testimony. Someone that I know um, was told by the doctor, if you get pregnant um, and go through the pregnancy, you're going to die. And she got pregnant. Um, and she had that baby and did not die um, because she trusted the Lord. So mm -hmm. I just, I'm just not going to let people believe a lie that an ultimatum by the yeah. devil himself. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. kill yourself or you're going to be killed. That's from the pit of hell. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's so yeah. good. Yeah. That is so good. I like that. It's good. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's like a perfect segue to kind of go into like what scripture. The, yeah. The biblical view. The biblical for point sure. view of, of this. and. While the Bible never actually mentions abortion per se, mm -hmm. and I don't know about the rest, how the rest of the guys prepare this, but the way I prepare is showing, is I prepared versus showing the the glories and just how wonderful life is. Yeah. Right. Um, and in Jeremiah chapter twenty verses um, fifteen through eighteen, right? Jeremiah, who was a a, a prophet, and Underrated, if I may say. <laughs> but he it says this. It says, Cursed be the man who brought the news to my father. A son is born to you, making him very glad. Let that man be like the cities that the Lord overthrew without pity. Let him hear a cry in the morning and an alarm at noon. Because he did not kill me in the womb, so my mother would have been my grave, and her womb forever great. Why did I come from the womb to see toil and sorrow and spend my day in shame? Um, obviously, could be taken kind of out of context, but like, you know, it's it kind of is saying like, like, dude, like, you know, thank you. Like, you know, it's talking about how the, how, you know, if we had, if he had been killed in the womb, 
the mother would have been his grave. Yeah. Right. And even then, like, let me let me kind of uh, transition to Ecclesiastes um, chapter 11, verse 5, uh, where it says, As you do not know the way that the spirit comes to the bones in the womb of a woman with child, so you do not know the work of God who makes everything. Yeah. You know, it just goes to show you how much work the Lord puts into this. Mm-hmm. Right. Like to me, like when I read this, like this isn't something for me to be like, oh, man, that's crazy. Or like to me, this is something glorious. You know, like the Lord personally, the spirit moves and comes into the womb and puts life into this. Yeah. Right. You know, like that just goes to show the glory and, and the you know, just the works of God. Mm-hmm. Right. How, how glorious of a thing this is that each woman who was pregnant, each woman who has life in her womb has been. You know the spirit moves in it. Yeah. The sp- mm-hmm. spirit breathes life into it. Yeah. You know, and to me that's just something beautiful. Yeah. No, for mm-hmm. sure. I think I think going off of that, like Leon said, like we don't see necessarily. Um, I, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Do we see the word abortion in the Bible, is, or is that something that's like a man? I don't believe so. No. It's it's in the same sense of like how I think what, what are we weed. Uh, yeah, weed. weed like weed is yeah. never shown in the Bible, but like it's inferred right yeah um, for sure even in psalms 139 i don't know if i think someone else had that verse but we'll let essentially david just kind of talks about the glories you know how yeah. how beautiful it is and, and actually of having a being yeah. being in the womb and having having a kid i want to hit on on that with that story of david or a story of david right and so mm. if you know we've talked about david a hundred times we talked about how he slayed giants but david wasn't wasn't always the best, right? So yeah. if y'all know the story from, and I had to look it up, but Samuel 2, it's, verses, uh, it's Samuel 2, 11 and 12, there's a story of um, David and Bathsheba, right? Mm-hmm. And so David, you know, one day he's not, he's supposed to be fighting a war, but he stayed home and he sees Bathsheba mm-hmm. um, taking a, or I think she was like cleaning herself, but he fell in love with her and, and they ended up having sex. She's married to another man, right? Mm-hmm. And Bathsheba gets pregnant. Now her husband is off fighting the war and um you see david you know he he sinned he 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 had sex before he was married he had sex with a, a married woman and so the, his initial thought and probably what most of our initial thoughts is well i'm going to try to hide and cover up my sin right and so he brings in the husband from back from the war and he's hoping that the husband will sleep with the wife but the husband was so honorable he said well i can't sleep with her because she, my men are at war you know what i mean and the husband refuses to sleep with her. And the husband goes back to war. And David, again, is trying to cover up his sin. And um, he he sends off the husband into the front lines. And the husband dies. Mm-hmm. And we see in this case, and this is kind of like, and this may be a stretch for some of y'all, but I really want y'all to listen to this next part, is David used murder to cover up that pregnancy that was that was unwanted that wasn't that wasn't planned you know what i mean the husband the person who was honorable in that situation the only person who did no wrong in that situation was the person that got murdered the person who had no no nothing to do with the sin is the one who got murdered and that's kind of how abortion is it's the husband or it's a man and it's a woman and and they do something sex i hate to break it to you guys if you have sex there's a chance you're gonna get pregnant like I hope everyone knows that we may mm-hmm. have five guys, birds and bees coming up next, but like, that's, <laughs> that's what happens. Right. And, right. and, but people don't think about it and, mm-hmm. and who always gets hurt and know what, and I, and I don't want to put um, this image of the women not being hurt. Cause I know like I'm, I was cringing when, when Priscilla was telling us there is hurt that comes with the women, but don't take it out on the baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it's not the baby's fault. And here's the thing too about David is he he had no idea what he did was wrong. He was deceived just like how a lot of us are deceived. It took a prophet, it was uh, Nathaniel, who comes in a couple verses later, who says, hey man, you messed up. Yeah. You murdered someone to cover up your sin. Mm-hmm. And and there was a point where, because the Holy Spirit wasn't like how it is with us now, but it took it took a man running up to him and saying, hey, you sinned, you murdered, you, you did this to cover up this pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And, and so hopefully with this, like you can see that, don't 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 kill the person who who has no fault yeah take responsibility mm-hmm. for your action if david just said hey you know what we messed up and and david mind you is a man after god's heart he he slayed the giant he killed um plenty of armies you know what i mean mm-hmm. but he wasn't willing to take responsibility for his action and a life was taken because of it mm-hmm. you yeah. know what i mean and that's 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 what abortion is it's it's not taking responsibility for your actions and, and taking a life you know what i mean and and there's there's so much forgiveness and I want that to be said. And if if this hurts hearing it, 
I was telling this to the people, I'm telling this to the guys in Ms. Priscilla before we started, but a reason people don't want to talk about abortion is because they're afraid that it's going to bring up guilt and shame. But what we're doing in reality is we're hindering the Lord from healing someone. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of scars that need to get ripped off and that only comes with pain. But Leon and Nick actually told me this the other day that sometimes the only way for us to grow is for God to burn us with fire and for us to get refined. And that's what this episode that's what this episode is. They're fist bumping each other because they uh, convicted me in a time of need where I needed to hear the hard truth. But that's what we're doing here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I know Nick is Nick and Corey have like this tag team duo yeah. on their verses. They've been preparing for this. So one of y'all wants to. Um, so I'm, I'm going to hit two different verses. Uh, one of them is a little lengthier, so bear, bear, bear with me. Mm-hmm. It's Jeremiah, Jeremiah 1, um, verse 4 through 10. <clears throat> And it, and it goes, uh, now the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Mm. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I've appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Then I said, oh, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak because I'm, I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm, I am a youth because everywhere I send you, you shall go. And all that I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to save you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord stretched out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Mm-hmm. See, I have appointed you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to, and to tear down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Cool. This is a lot. It's, it's hefty. Yeah, it's right. Hefty verse. It begins with, um, it begins with the Lord simply saying, like, look, before you consecrated, before you were born, I knew you. Yeah. I knew you. Um. And, and you and you know like it says in genesis you were made in my image yeah. you know mm-hmm. so so off rip you know the moment you know you even you the moment you decide to to abort a baby you know kill a baby in, inside of you that's you you're destroying you're destroying something god made for good for something sure. he made in his image mm-hmm. yeah right yeah. and yeah. i i read the i read the full length of this of this verse or this you know this passage in a sense to show that initially it starts off with before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And then it goes on to say, I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. God had a plan for the, for, for Jeremiah is, is a guy in this, in this, uh, in this passage. I had a plan for your life and I still have a plan for your life. Don't yeah. be afraid of them. I've, pl- I, I've, I've said this over you and it shall come to pass. Just mm-hmm. trust me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I am with you. You know, it's, it's, that's, I don't know that that kind of that kind of made it pretty clear to me um the moment the moment you 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 stop and and in this case abort a child um all those plans that god had for your life or if i guess i'd be the mom in this situation if you abort a child all the plans that god had for your child's life yeah um before before you even knew that you know you had a child god knew it and knew the plans that he had in store for it mm-hmm. you you aborted that you cut every opportunity every chance you you, you cut a testimony you know yeah. um yeah. and I, that's that's ridiculous to me it's it's heart-wrenching it's heartbreaking um and then if you guys go with me to exodus um it's exodus 21 uh, verse 22 now, if people struggle with each other and strike a pregnant woman so that she gives birth prematurely, but there is no injury, the guilty person shall certainly be fined as the woman's husband may demand of him, and he shall pay. Uh, and he shall pay as the judges decide. But if there is any further injury, then you shall appoint um, as a penalty life for life, eye for eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the best of my understanding, whilst reading this, is they're like. Hey, you know, you you in you you heard a you heard a pregnant woman, but um, there's no injury to the child. That there's still a fine to pay, and especially especially when you um, hurt her and you know it cost that baby's life, there of course is a fine to pay because um, and this is in the Old Testament, so this is like you know brand spanking you. God just created the heavens and the earth. He created yeah. he created everybody in His image, and He looked at it and He said it was good. Dang. And you took what was good and destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and from what I'm getting from this verse, it's like you pay for that at that time. You pay for it with your life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that reading those two verses, I feel like it's pretty clear 
Yeah. I could go home on that. You know, like yeah. I feel like it's pretty clear where the Bible stands yeah. and where we should stand as Christians, especially when it comes um, to being bold about yeah. this subject. It's good. For sure. Mm-hmm. Dang. Corey with the fire. Um, I'll be coming from Psalm 139 and it's verses 13 through 16. Uh, it says, For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance, and the book in your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me when there was when as yet there was none of them. And I think this passage goes hand in hand with what Priscilla said at the beginning of when the point of life begins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When fertilization happens, that instant new DNA is made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that I think this verse highlights that it's um it's the point of life. It's where something new is created and it's created in God's wow. image. Mm-hmm. Um and as in exactly like Corey said, like if you end the life early, everything that baby was going to accomplish was going to help people or yeah. like they could have led somebody to the Lord. They could have not, sure. but you just don't know. And you, you got all the chances taken away. Yeah. It's, yeah. You and, closed the door that wasn't even open yet. And mm-hmm. and you know what? There is even a point of our life where we were talking about plan B. That was something not we were discussing. Is that abortion? Is that not? Right. You remember what we're talking about? Okay. Do you remember when we had that? I, I think it was with you. We were trying to figure out, mm-hmm. um, but I, I know Mr. Priscilla had on it, but a hundred percent of that DNA is created in that instant where the sperm mm-hmm. zygote yeah. hits the fertilized egg. That's, so everything that's like that scientific. makes that, yeah, 100%. So everything that, that, that one second, it's everything that's going to be with that baby from, from that point till they're 80 years old. All that hard DNA of the mm-hmm. smile, the laugh they're going to have, how mm-hmm. they're going to walk and talk, like all that is in an instant. Like that's where it's created. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like life starts at conception. There's yeah. no, I think the Bible says it clearly. God says it clearly on like, I formed you in the like the hairs on your head. Like Leon has a, like a thousand hairs, and he knows every single one of them. Leon has like probably the thickest head here, no, thickest hair. More, I actually most have hair? really thin hair. I just have a lot. Well, he knows all the, of most the hairs. Amount. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to go off of. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and uh, just real quick, I actually want to share some Bible verses where it shows like how having a like how kids are a gift, right? Yeah. And you see through and through through the Bible, like. Jesus loves the children, right? He loves, he thinks they're gifts. He he repeats multiple times, right? In Psalms 123, verse uh, 127, I'm sorry, verse 3, it says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward, right? He calls it a reward. Like he's saying that this is a gift, right? In Matthew chapter 18, verse 10, it says, See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven. Right yeah. in Proverbs 17, verse 6, grandchildren are the crown of the age, and the glory of children is their fathers. You know, and in John chapter 16, verse 21. Like, I love this this verse because when I read it, like, dude, like this is hits straight on the nail of t- today's topic. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her time has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Yeah. Right, joy that a human being has been born into the world, and all, and obviously, I'm gonna end with this verse right here, which uh, is a very commonly used verse, Matthew chapter nineteen, verse fourteen. But Jesus said, "Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven." Right, you mm-hmm. see that time and time and time and again that children are gifts yeah. of 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 the Lord, and that He is. A glorious thing that we are being for that sure they're being brought into this yeah. world it's something that we should be glorifying and praising the lord for right and yeah. it's not something that it's not up to us to be taking them away from this yeah. world right i like how he claims them super early you know mm-hmm. he's like he's mm-hmm. like no not when the baby's you know uh the baby's feet hits the ground is is he you know of heaven it's yeah from the world yeah mm-hmm. it's crazy too yeah. yeah it doesn't say when the heartbeat you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. say when there's activities in the womb. Yeah. Miss Priscilla, you're the only one here with with a with a child. Um, we're still either dating, bachelors, you know, whatever. But could you kind of? I mean, for the people that don't know, could you just tell them like I see how you how you love Hallie Ray? You know what yeah. I mean? And Hallie Ray is her child. Um, could you just like I mean give a give us a quick? We'll never understand it, but even if like you just try your best on how amazing it is to be a mom. 
You know what I mean? Or like the joy that she brings you. And I'm sure there's definitely some times where she's a little crazy. But you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, this is the one thing ever that I have not been able to find the words to describe. But um, it the, there's nothing like um, birthing a child and looking at them resembling you and hmm. beyond that, resembling the Lord. Yeah. You know, they're created in my image, but more than that, his image. And I just, it's like a glimpse of how much God, the father loves us, his children. And like he created us, you know, and just like he, you know, created her through me. And I get a glimpse of how much he loves us through how much I love her. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And I wanted to not miss a moment to kind of put this on the table too, because all of you are men, Mm -hmm. um, future fathers. I, suppose and we're hoping yeah (laughs) (laughs) you may kind of this might seem like one of those topics where it's like we're going to talk about it but it hasn't doesn't really have anything to do with us but um it's just that the enemy has made it as so that the father doesn't have legal rights to have a say in abortion it's the Mm. mother yeah but yet that baby is equally yours yeah it's half your dna yeah but you have no say and For sure. that's just totally in me because it's it's clear in the scriptures you are to be the leader of your household yeah, yeah. and that starts then and he's taken that from you for sure and so this is not just an issue for women it's an issue for men yeah. um mm-hmm. you know i pray that all of you marry you know godly women that wouldn't ever do that but for sure. just if you could even for a moment fathom an example uh, a situation where your future wife decides to abort your your child your baby and you can't do anything about it that is how Mm. our world is set up right now just yeah yeah. and like that image just really like there was one video i saw on instagram and it was one of the most haunting things i think i've ever seen but it was it was a it was i don't know if it was a husband boyfriend or even just guy but he's screaming outside of an abortion clinic like pleading for his his girlfriend, wife, I don't know, to not get go through the abortion. And he's crying. He's pleading. He's like, please don't go through with it. And like, here's the thing that we really need to understand with this. There's 56 million of those a year. And, and like when Priscilla was reading those things, every single one of us, I can see in our faces the pain and the hurt that we felt, not even ours. Mm-hmm. But imagine how God feels every single time when one of those is done. Yeah. Every and he feels our emotions ten times over. Yeah. He knows the outcome of everything, and yet he still, you know, it's Lazarus. 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 I'm having trouble speaking with biblical terms lately, <laughs> but when when he went to the tomb, he knew he was going to resurrect Lazarus, Lazarus, and yet he still wept. He still wept. It's uh, Leon loves that verse. The Jesus shortest, wept. the shortest the verse, in the verse in the Bible. But it's, it stands out, you know what I mean? Because every kid's favorite verse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But dude, like I wanted to cry. Priscilla was reading that, and when she when she said about the face, like I I imagined that, and I I felt like crying. I don't even know who they are, but imagine how God is up in heaven. Like yeah. He's probably screaming too. Like don't go through with it. Look at the signs. Look at the signs. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's yeah. hard to imagine that. Like, I don't even want to think about that because, like, Leon Leon knows me. I'm empathetical. Like, I, my girlfriend's hamster died, and I, I wanted to cry because of how much it hurt her. But imagine how much an abortion hurts our father, and there's 56 million of those. And we're not yeah. saying anything. Yeah. We're just quiet. We, we've become complacent where we're at mm-hmm. because we don't want to, you know. Right. We just we feel like we can. And, and man, gosh darn it. Like, and this is a men problem, too. Mm-hmm. Priscilla was saying it and, and Zane's had many talks with me about how guys we need to be leaders. Yeah. And that comes that comes in every aspect of the form, but also in, in protecting boundaries and guarding the, the purity of a relationship. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just going on a tangent, but I just think that we need to start like men, especially in women too, but we just need to start like standing ground, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I I know you had something um kind of going on. Um obviously I haven't really talked much. And that's because I was more focused on listening. I wanted to hear what everyone had to say and speak on this topic. It's not really a topic that is really one of those hot topics that's hit me as hard. Mm-hmm. I've always, like just Corey, I know where I stand and I always stand against it. I am pro-life, but 
just hearing the words, hearing how it happened and visualizing all of that, it's it's awakened something to me. And I knew um, mm-hmm. internally, I was like, I'm not going to speak unless the Holy Spirit tells me. Mm-hmm. And I would say about 10 minutes in, my heart started racing. And yeah. a part of me is like, scream, speak, you need to say this. But another me is like, nah, nah, I just want to keep listening. And I guess, I guess when, when Spirit speaks, he speaks. Um, back in 2019, I remember I was up in my apartment me and trevor used to live together at that time and a movie came on and just like trevor i am empathetic and this is one of the movies that i do not this is one of the things of god i'm still trying to come to terms with i'm like why would you give me so much emotion when you know it hurts yeah and i was watching this movie called unplanned there's a woman in it named uh the is it based on a true story, uh, Amber Johnson? She used to work with Planned Parenthood. And back in the day, Planned Parenthood was one of the biggest um, places where you would go get abortion. Yeah. And she used to work with it. And just like Priscilla described how the abortion is, she finally went in there and saw one happening Jeez. in person. And the moment she saw that, and mind you, before then, she's already had four, four of her own growing up. But the moment she actually visualized the kid dying on the screen, her entire outlook changed. And in that moment, she was sick. She threw up. She whole did a whole 180. She went from pro-abortion preaching to younger people to going to creating her own life group, pro-life group. Yeah. And in that aspect of it, she was reaching out. And mind you, the one that she was talking to was the father's the one who took this girl. This girl was maybe 16, 17 at the time. The father took her over and said, you have to get this done. And basically she convinced that little girl to go through with it. The little girl's having issues. She's like, no, I really don't want to do it. I want to hold on to it. But she convinced it. And the moment the little girl's like, you have to stay with me. You have to watch this through. And that's when God used that situation to turn her life around. Because she was able to actually see what it looked like. She was able to actually see that she just influenced a young girl to do what she's been doing her whole life. And it hurt her. Hmm. And when I say I'm empathetic, I was, if you ask any of these guys, when I watch a movie, I'm literally talking to that TV screen because that TV screen is, I don't like what's going on there. (laughs) But um, when I saw that, I literally broke down in tears and, I think I hit a huge wall in my life. I'm like, why is this thing going on? Why is this happening? It's like what Priscilla said, guys really, if we try to fight for it and she does not understand what we want, we cannot save our kid. Mm -hmm. And we just have to sit there, be helpless as she goes through with it. And in the back of our mind, you think girls only go through it. There's guys out there too who, sit in the back of their minds like what could i have done to save my child what could i have done to have a voice what could i have done and in the back of their minds like how can i really be a man if i can't protect those that god has given to me yeah yeah. and i'm here sitting it's like that's not that's not the case it truly is not um one saying that i love to use right now is that god doesn't hate the thief but he hates the fact the thief stole yeah that's good doesn't mean that just because you went through with it does not mean god hates you mm-hmm. no in fact he loves you because he gave you the opportunity to come back come on he actually gave you the opportunity to come back he wanted you to be redeemed he wanted you to be restored just because you did something in the past does not mean that is who your identity is yeah. he's still giving you that chance to come back and a lot of people are like just because that's they get in the mindset just like priscilla said and now we're all saying it's the mindset of the devil deceiving you just because you did it that is who you are and once you get to that mindset, you start allowing different compromises to come in and you sit and wait in the guilt and the pain and you never try to come back out of it. Yeah. But the God we believe in is a God of redemption. For yeah. sure. What he had planned for that child may have been gone, but what he has planned to do through you in that situation is just beginning. And wow. he's going to pull you through it. Wow. But all you got to do is turn. It may be hard because that is trying to forgive yourself in such a situation, but yeah, it's right yeah. there. Yeah, just like one real quick thing I wanted to say before um, before we kind of wrap things up here um, is 
you know, all of us here are involved in the children and kids ministry, right? I think um, Corey, Io, and, and Nick were dealing with the kids, the kids ministry, while me and Trevor are dealing with the children's ministry. And like, dude, throughout this whole episode, like, for me to like, especially with with me and Trevor, like, we work with the toddlers, pre K yeah. slash toddlers, like. I was imagining, like, dude, like, what if I never got to see some of these kids? Like, as wow. much as, like, these kids, like, drive me nuts sometimes. Like, yeah. they're crazy. But, like, they are truly a blessing. For like, sure. each one of them has such a personality that they're all truly blessings. Like, I truly love these kids from the bottom of my heart. Like, each week, I really, truly look forward to seeing each and every one of their faces and their smiles and the joy that they bring me, even though sometimes they drive me up a wall. But yeah. they bring me so much joy. And, like one thing that really like kind of got to me was like throughout this whole episode I was like you know like dude what if what if this kid never never made it what if this kid was was chosen to be a boy like yeah. each one like that that really hurt me for sure so i was like dude like that's it felt like a part of me like and i'm you know i'm not even their parent or i'm not even yeah. connected to them like biologically like it hurt me because i was like dude like a part of me is getting hurt a part of yeah. me is, is dying you know because i see these kids every week for sure you know and that mm. was that was powerful for sure. For me. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we want and this is um this is a hard topic. We've we've had to take a you know a second a couple of times and really just kind of like take a breather because it's it's not easy saying this, it's not easy listening to it. Mm-hmm. But what we want to leave you guys off in is yeah, that this is scary, it's dark, it's yeah. terrifying, it's horrible what happens. But Corey said it, if y'all heard the episode too, Five Guys in the Redeemer, like the Lord can take anything. And Miss Priscilla, if it'd be okay, would you would you kind of just like leave us off like you, you last notes, whatever you have to share, whatever like God has placed on your heart? Um, yeah, <clears throat> I want to speak to the woman listening who has already had an abortion. Hmm. And I want to say to you that it is so simple. You can see it for what it is, confess that it's sin, turn to God and be forgiven. Um, and, and I don't even just say that to you in, in this particular sin. I say that to everyone, regardless of what their sin is. Sin is sin. Mm-hmm. And um, it's as easy as repenting from that and turning to God and putting your faith in Jesus because he, God so loved you, whatever your name is, you fill in that blank. He loved you that he sent his son into the world, not to condemn you, but to save you. And so he does not condemn you. He wants nothing more than to forgive you. He loves you. Mm. He can heal that wound that nothing else can. And he can set you free from this. Um, And so I just want to encourage you to turn to him. And I want to speak to the women who are in a tough spot and you uh, are in a position to consider it. Or um, even if you're just trying to figure out your stance on this, it it is never the only option. Yeah. It is not the better option. Yeah. You as a woman, you were meant to you literally created to give life, not mm-hmm. take life. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter the reason why you go into it or support it or whatever. You can't go against who you are. And there's mm-hmm. just the inevitable consequences that, you know, I didn't get to speak on much, but just the mental health issues, those are inevitable. Because you're going against who you are, who your creator is. And so the guilt, shame, regret, uh, anxiety, depression, self-hatred, ultimately just death. I mean, that's just there. And so um, just I hope that we were able to shed some light on this and uh, and help you to see it for what it is and to know that God always has another way. Um, He will make a way he is the way mm-hmm. um and the way. so that's, that's, that's circle the, baby that's the series uh title the way. The way. The way. oh my god that's she didn't even know that she didn't circle. know that that's awesome so true so yeah would you close this out in prayer miss priscilla absolutely lord i i thank you oh. for um these group of men who you've led to do this. I thank you for their obedience to talk about things that need to be talked about and to speak the truth. Um, And so we just pray that your light will continue to shine in the darkness um, and that you will just 
expose this, what's behind the curtain um, that most people just don't even know about. We just pray that you would reveal it, um, the truth about this to all listening and to carry this message forward. And I just pray for every woman out there listening that you would uh, help her heart to receive your truth and and the heart behind what we're saying, not to get hung up on any little thing, but just to um, receive this truth and minister to her. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before before we close out, one last thing. Um, if you're struggling with this, if you know of anyone who is struggling with this, Leon, is it and Miss Priscilla, is it cool if we tag you in this in case anyone Yeah, knows? absolutely. No, I'll, I'll tag her in, and in our post and for you sure. Know, if y'all want to reach out to her, I'll there is happy. absolutely an open um, invitation on the table for anyone listening that would want to reach out to me. Um, like I said, I know many dear friends of mine that have had abortions themselves. Um, and as a professional counselor, I've had countless clients, both women and men, dealing yeah. with this. And so uh, my contact is there for anybody. Would you Would you prefer like email or Instagram? I don't know. Any and all. So have, or any. We can yeah. put that in the Spotify. Do you have yeah. MySpace? <laughs> LinkedIn. Uh-huh. But yeah. And so we'll, we'll put her thing on there. Yeah. And any questions, and this is also like, I mean, reaching out to the guys. I know, I know we need to get more guys listening to this. There's a lot of women, but yeah. even guys, like, whatever we can do, too. we're going to be tagged. Reach out to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're struggling with anything, yeah. um, give us a shout. But I think, I think it's time. Um, we always, in the episode like this, Mr. Silla, if you'd like to give us the honors of. If, lean in. You got to lean in. For yeah, lean just, in for yeah go for it. it. Just I go just, for uh, it. Huh? 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 Potato, uh-uh. chips. Oh. I, thought, I was just waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs>